Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. We've got another guest for you guys this week. Uh, myself, Brendan Sinone, Ben Cock, and owner of Gaspar's Liquor Store, Jimmy Chacho. Jimmy, gentlemen, how are you guys doing tonight? Hello. Hello. Doing good. What's going on? Thank you for the invite. Thank yeah, you we're for the super, invite. For sure. Super happy that you're here. Super happy that you've joined us. Bennett, for, for those that don't know, Gaspar's Liquor Store in, is it a Temple Terrace address? Is it a Tampa address in, like, kind of right on the edge Temple of, like, Terrace. Temple Terrace. Temple yeah. Terrace area, right right kind of near, for those not familiar, near Bush Gardens, near USF, kind of that general area. Um, ben and I grew up in that area. I mm -hmm. lived, well, yeah, not both of us were pretty close, but both of us within five minutes from there. Um Known for their store picks, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit, but super excited that Jimmy was able to join us tonight, and we're excited to uh, to talk some bourbon with him, talk some whiskey. So, uh, Jimmy, I'm going to kick it to you before we get going real heavy. Tell us about your store. Tell us about gas bars. Tell us, just give us the rundown. Give us a rundown on the store. Wow. We got to have an hour, two hours for that. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> maybe all day. No, listen. Um, my father and my uncle opened up in 1960. And as a kid, I've been working there all throughout my life. And then when my father fired me, I had to go get real jobs. And uh, back in 1989, um, I took over. And we started on the south side, a little building, a little bar, and uh, a little liquor store. And uh, we had, I tried to convince my father to open up a kitchen, and I had two other brothers. It took me a little bit of time for me to convince him to open up a kitchen. So we finally did that. And then my brothers went about their business, and then my father uh, passed away in 2002. And then I took over the whole entire project. And that's when I ended up opening up the patio and then the bourbon bar and then the liquor shop. And I'm going to tell you that has been the best experience in the world because with someone like me being so passionate about the business and it's not like a manager, I'm hands on seven days a week and I don't, I walk the whole strip. I make sure everything's done over there. So when you come in there, it's going to be an experience. And I can tell you today, I had a girl in there. And she came in with her uh, boyfriend, and it was her birthday. And I tried to get her. I, it took me maybe 10 different items to have her try. I could not win. There are other times. It's an experience because she was going in there not wanting to drink anything. I said, let's just dance a little bit. Let's just try a little bit. Let's just get a little bit. But there are times I hit them good, and there's times I don't. So when you go into Gaspers, it's an experience. That's what's nice about going into Gaspers especially our store pits. Yeah, we were talking about it before we went live. Ben uh, has been drinking one of your one of your store picks. I'm sure he's going to rant and rave about it, so I won't steal his thunder. So um, so but good. that is, 
it is totally an experience. Like every liquor store has bourbon. Every liquor store has, you know, all your spirits. Every liquor store has store picks. That's not uncommon, right? Like, well, you know, some of your big box stores may not have as much of that, but all that stuff is, is fairly common, but a place where you can walk in and try not only every store pick, but a lot of just the standard stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you can just try before you buy. It's all labeled on the shelves and it is, and it's an experience of people. It's not like the big box stores that come up to you and say, Oh, try and sell you on this or try. They want to know what you like. Hey, what do you like? What can I let you taste? What can I let you try? And Ben and I go, and then we end up trying like four or five different things. So we're like, all right, all right, we come home and our eyes are like, you yeah, drinking. And we're like, no, no, we just went to gas bars. And we're like, <laughs> we know what happens when you go to gas bars. So, um, what, uh, and what made you go that? I mean, like you say, it's such a family thing. Like, it is such an experience that you talked about. Like, how'd you get the, how'd you get the idea to like make it so open and make it so, you know, try everything before you buy and everything else. I mean, where's that come from? Cause you, not many places do that. I mean, there's a few, but not many places do that. You know something, that's what I want when I go into a place, I need love and I don't mind spending money. I need the love. I need you to tell me hello. And that's what I try to tell my guys and girls, tell people, hello, welcome them there. I understand we're busy. Welcome people there. It's the experience that we want. So basically, I wanted it to be for my wife. My wife walks in there. Y'all's wife walks in there. I want the lights to be there. I want the music. And I like it to be called liquor shop. It's a liquor shop. It's not a liquor store. It's a liquor shop. And I call it it's a foo-foo shop. And that right there, I, I don't know what made my vision. I thought about the tasting counter. And you sit there for a little while. You want to sit there and you're trying different things. So how I did it, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I can, it, it, you know something, once you're in the mode and you have an empty building, you're starting to draw it out. I'm actually walking the out. I'm actually in my mind because I know what I'm looking for. I want y'all to come back over there. It, I mean, I have so many people that come in from all over the place. Many people, and thank goodness for the Tampa Bay Whiskey Society. I, I'm always pumping up gaspers. And I just tell people, come over there. Then you go to my bourbon bar. And then you go into the pack. You bring a dog, bring your animal. Mm-hmm. It's the clean place around, believe me. So I don't know what. I mean, no. And I can't say I drink yeah. a lot because I don't. Tonight I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink. <laughs> I'm not this. Y'all are probably stop me on something. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no. I appreciate it. I, I think the uh, it's a it's a great testament to the uh, to the store that says, hey. We're going to let you guys come in, try all of our picks because we stand by the product that we're going to be sending out. Um, yeah. And that's one thing that we'll go in to sometimes the, the big box stores and, you know, they may be selling you or pushing you on something because they have higher margins or they, uh, they have a surplus supply of one thing or another. But to have a store come in and say, hey, we have this awesome bottle and I'll prove it to you is next level. Um, so I think one thing that really distinguishes itself is, is the store picks, having you the ability to uh, to talk about store picks um, and at least taste them in store. And then you can kind of take one home, which is which is great. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about uh, the store pick process going and, and kind of just grabbing a barrel that kind of stands out to you guys and walk us through how that process works? I'm hunting barrels all the time because I'm three, four months behind, five months behind. So if I only have two barrels there, two barrel pits, I look weak. 
I have to have multiple, multiple barrels. So anytime they'll give mm -hmm. me barrels, I'm running with them. So what I do is I invite my managers and then I got a few guys. So basically we just get there. I make an event out of it. I make an event. I get a whole counter. I put the food out there and we have the uh, distributor talk about it. We got to get passionate. We got to know the price point. There have been items that I've said, look, right now I'm not into it. I've had certain products that I just say, can you send me a couple of more samples for whatever reason? We're just not feeling it today. I have no problem with that. If the price point is right and I can be aggressive on my pricing, because you got to remember, you can go to any liquor store. I got to price my things good. I got to price aggressively. And I do. Mm -hmm. I'm there to sell items. So is it an event? Yes. Do we go next door to the bar and we start drinking and we start having food afterwards? Yes. It's a nice feeling hanging with the guy <laughs> that we hang out with, especially the manager. What I'm trying right. to do is I want all of my staff to feel passionate about it. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you hiring any managers? Um, cause I might be looking, I might be looking for some of these, I might be looking for some of these. Picks. <laughs> I can, I, uh, I can, I can brush up a resume a little bit and see what we could do. Um. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. We have fun. We do. Yeah. And, and I enjoy yeah. it. I do enjoy it. And sometimes I lose. There are times I like something and they say, they outvote me. And I have no problem with that. I don't. Mm -hmm. There are times that you can go in there and taste one of our store pits and it's just not for you. And you know what I say? Don't put it down. It's just not for you today. That's all. Just right. move on to another thing or come back and revisit it. Come on. You know, it's not everyone's taste buds are not the same. Don't be up a brand. It's just so happy that that's just not yours. So sticking with the, the store picks, Jimmy, I, I guess when... Do you recall like when store picks became popular? Obviously, they're all over the place now, and it's such an art and such a process. But do you recall when like the first time you heard of a store pick, and and just what was that process like? Like the very first one that you can recall. Let me tell you, when I opened up eight years ago, the liquor shop that I have now, and again, the liquor store was on the side, so we were always there. So I built a new shop eight years ago. My first barrel pick was a Crown Royal. It was $12,000. <laughs> and I thought I was a big shot. I was like, and I still got the barrel. I'm like, whoa. And then I bought yeah. my first nice bottle of Nolets. Nolets gin. I think I spent like $400. And I thought I was like on top of the world again. Just new to the game. And I yeah. that bottle, by the way. And I still got the barrel. But uh, from then on, they thought I was crazy. There was a friend of mine that said, Jimmy, you don't want to buy barrels. You buy barrels if you have multiple stores. You want to you want to spread them out. You want to spread them out. And I said, no, no. I want to buy barrels. I want to be different. So around mm -hmm. eight years ago, seven years ago, I just started buying barrels. I probably got 60 barrels. And we have a case that we're going to be showing all of our barrels, every bottle. I kept up, I mean, quite a few bottles of each one. So we'll show everybody that I have 60 barrels, if not more, right now. I think the barrel picking is the way to go. It's something that's interesting. You have to be unique. You have to be. Because why would you want to go there? Why? Why? Uh, one more kind of follow-up on the, on the store picks. I know that 
I'm sure like you don't want to pick a favorite one you've ever had. They're probably like your children where you don't want to pick just like one. Do you have like (laughs) like a a special one that was like really kind of funky or different or like one that just stands out that's super unique that you still remember to this day? Can I tell you this? My biggest seller, I never forget, I got a barrel at Blanton's and this has been quite a few years ago. And I was like, I mean, I'll get another one. I'll get another one. I'll get another one. I let people buy the whole letter set. Didn't think nothing of it. Didn't think nothing. Hmm. That that was crazy, but I thought I would always get another barrel. I did not think it would be this crazy. But my my Four Roses barrel sells out in 24 hours. 24 hours. The nice thing about coming to see me, and this is what I do. I price it nice, and I hold bottles for people. And that's what makes me different because if you're in Orlando and you're a player, I will hold a bottle for you. You tell me when you're going to come in. If it's a week, that's fine. I hold a bottle for a week. I don't have a problem with that. I understand the first time, first serve. I get it. But I know that it's relationships and people will. I mean, I, I hold bottles for people. So Four Roses has been a good one. Russell's have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a lot of good ones. And they're like my children. And I don't want to pick one over the other one because they're all pretty good one way or another. We've loved your, uh, I mean, I, I know that every time I'm in there, I'm sad that I didn't get more of it, but uh, I'm upset about that peerless being out. Like I can't wait for that to come back around. That peerless rye is Brandon. We haven't sent you that yet. You've only had the bourbon. I believe that peerless rye so good. is is fantastic i mean just incredible I mean, can't can't beat the price i know that that's insane too but yeah it's that's special well you know what happened let me tell you what happened with the perilous so they came to me and they said look you're gonna be there on you got on premise and off premise okay i got on premise mm-hmm. licensing and off premise licensing so on the on premise licensing they said jimmy you're gonna be the first guy with a peerless barrel and I said, mm-hmm. I want it. I want it. Give me both barrels. I want it by myself. It doesn't matter. I want it. Well, there, during the um, fights in uh, Louisville and all that, all the riots, they had to push me back, push me back, push me back. Then they released four barrels at one time. Four at one time. How do you expect anyone to sell a barrel and compete with Lucan's that has five stores mm-hmm. and the other competitors? Okay. And they're all nice people. I had a bit of that rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm going to fluster up everybody. I got to sell it. I'm going to yeah. ruffle up feathers, so who cares? Y'all benefited out of it, by the way. Y'all came there. Hey, listen to this one. Check it out. Hey, check it out. You came there, and you bought more things from me. And believe me, yeah. it drove you there. It drove you there. It cost me money, but you spent more money while you were there. So was it a win-win for me? It was a win-win for me. It it didn't matter. I threw my little temper tantrum. That's what I did. Absolutely. (laughs) Do you? uh, Absolutely. Yes, sir. Do you have any, any, I don't know what you can and can't say on this, but like, do you have any picks like upcoming that we're, we should be excited about, or can you drop some hints or like what, what may or may not be coming soon? Christ. The Coruscant, different barrel picks. I've got a ton of them coming. Okay. I've ordered them, Mm -hmm. but because of this um this pandemic all of the barrels have been russell's uh kentucky yeah. um I, I mean i've got so many of them i 
freaking forget that's how many barrels I got. See, they'll ask me, people ask me, when are they going to come in? When are they coming? I said, look, when are they coming? I'll just post it. Because I don't know. Yeah. I got so many of them. It's freaking crazy. You think I'm on whatever crack? I can yeah. buy the barrels. I want to keep the barrel coming. <laughs> I just got to keep them coming. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we definitely enjoy it. Ben, what is, uh, I mentioned the peerless, which is fantastic. What, uh, tell the people what you've been drinking and I know we talked to Jimmy about it beforehand, but what, what you got in your glass? Yeah. So if you have been listening to me over the past couple of weeks, I have been raving about this wilderness trail rye pick that Gaspar has, and it is incredible. Um, I love wilderness trail. I love rise. So, you know, having it, uh, being a store pick, I got to grab one. So we were in there uh, last week or a couple weeks ago talking to Jimmy. And he's like, hey, you want to try it? And I said, yes, because <laughs> this is one of the only stores you can try barrel picks in, right? And he uh, pours some and we're drinking it. And I was like, yep, I'm going to have to buy this bottle. And it just goes, like I said, it just goes back to the experience of being at Gaspar. So uh, if you have the opportunity, Jimmy, do you guys still have more bottles of the... Uh, the Wilderness Trail in store because I'm thinking about going to buy another one. Yes, you might better okay. get two. Yes. I'm going to have to go in there and grab another hey. one. And let me let me tell you this too. Ben had and we don't we don't crap on a lot of bourbons or anything, but like you said, some things just aren't for you. Yeah. Ben, the like a week or two before that, Ben had had the Wilderness Trail weeded, not a pick, yeah. just a, just a regular one. He picked it up in North Carolina. Yeah. Happened to be up there and he didn't like it, right? It wasn't bad. Yeah. I just think it just didn't hit him well. And so if he wouldn't have been able to try that, Ryan, your story, there's no way he was buying it. No Absolutely way. No, no way. way. Because he'd already had a not a bad experience, but just something that he right. didn't want to spend his money on, something that wasn't hitting him at that point. Again, speaks to your store. Not only have you now sold him one, he's gonna come back and get one or more, one or two more, you know, before they're gone. Definitely. So if it wasn't for the trying it, there's no way he'd have ever bought that because of the experience he had with the the first one. <laughs> Um, so I think it all kind of ties back into that, um, on your side, what are you, uh, we didn't even ask you this. We're like 20 minutes in, so we'll let you go here in a minute, but what are you sipping on tonight? What are you drinking? Russell's Mike's pride pig. But can I tell you something about the wilderness and what I've had experiences with? I've had people tell me that they don't like rice or they don't like certain products. And you know what I've done? As we're talking, I'll pour him a glass of it. I pour him a little yeah. taster of it. And I'm not kidding you. And I say, hey, by the way, what do you think about this? And they'll tell me, wow, I like it. I'm like, that's a <laughs> yeah. ride. That's a ride. I hook them. It is the funniest thing <laughs> when you do that. I'm laughing at it because I'm like, just come in with an open mind. Come yeah. in with an open mind and you will. I'm telling you, I feel like I can move the needle with people. I move it because that's the nice thing about it. Because if we have a store pick, it's not the same as what's on the shelf. And I tell people that, look, just let me taste you. You know how much it costs? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just taste it. You know? So, yes. There you go right here. <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers. Well, we appreciate you so much for hanging out. We'll definitely do this again. We want to come by. Brandon's going to be in town and. Uh, just over two weeks, we're going to mm -hmm. do our best to come by. I mean, Ben and I are come see you like this week and it matter to us, but like Brendan, <laughs> Brendan will be in town. He lives in Tallahassee, so he'll be down. He'll be in town in the next few weeks. We'll come by and see you for sure. But um, man, we, we appreciate you so much for coming and hanging out. Gaspar's liquor shop, 
Temple Terrace, search it, Google it, get in the Tampa Bay Whiskey Society. Jimmy mentioned that, and you kind of see yes, when sir. the when the different picks come out, when the different things come out. There's yeah. uh they they uh he'll post in there, and then there's a mad dash. Everybody in Tampa, like all converging on Temple Terrace. You know, traffic's backed up for miles and everything else to get over there and get Jimmy's picks because they're fantastic. But man, thank you so much for uh for hanging out with us. We really appreciate hey, it. For sure. Thank you guys, and I appreciate it too. Y'all were good with me. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks Thank so much, you. man. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, you got it, guys. Bye. Man, I really enjoyed that interview with Jimmy. I'm glad that he was able to come on and we were to learn able to learn a little bit more about running a store, his process. Again, Gaspar's is the place here in Tampa for your store picks. A lot of people do them. A lot of people have really good store picks, but you're not going to be able to just go and taste them before you buy them in a lot of spots. So if you're in the Tampa area. Hit us up, and we'll, Ben and I will meet you over at Gaspar's because it's always a good time. <laughs> I'll use any excuse to go check them out. Um, next up on tonight's docket, we have um, week four of King of the Hill. This is the King of the Hill. King of the Hill, 1920 versus one of Ben's absolute favorites. Ben has done this blind before. And spoiler alert, he picked the challenger when he did, lost. These, he did these blind, picked the challenger, but taste change, things change, and we are mm-hmm. here to see if things have changed for Ben or not. We have Wild Turkey's Rare Breed, foolproof bourbon. Um, guys, you guys have been nosing this for quite a while. Talk to us about these noses, Brendan. I am struggling with them right now. They are both uh, very sweet. Uh, so I got A over here. A's got like more of an icing kind of uh, cakey vibe, which smells really nice. And B got more of like a subtle, like kind of cherry and apple red fruitiness to me. Uh, guys, I don't know which one is which right now. I'm struggling here. Um, ben, do you know from the nose which one is which right now? I I don't know which one is which. I do know which one I enjoy. And that okay. is... It's interesting. They're both, you know, pretty high ethanol, but one is just like all gas. Oh, like too much? Uh, it, yeah, it's I, just too much. I, it's hard for me to even like pick out distinct nose characteristics. And so, if that's if that's nineteen twenty, it's, it's uh, it could be sp- spelling trouble for tonight. All right, I like B a little bit more. That's the one that's got a little bit more fruitiness to me, a little bit more complexity i think a little less heat to it what about you tj you seem like you're pretty uh, you're pretty cocky over there you know which one's which huh yeah i can definitely tell i we've said this week after week after week and i do think that i know which one is which um before we do that ben do you want to tell us just a little bit about wild turkey rare breed i know this is a you're a big big fan of this one but talk to us about it yeah so i Similar to 1920, I love Wild Turkey Rare Breed. It's 115.8 proof, and uh, it's generally kick butt. You can grab it most of the time for 45 bones, which is a little bit cheaper than 1920. So um, I'm pretty excited to see which one comes out on top here. Like TJ was saying, I've done this before in the past, and spoiler alert, like TJ said, Rare Breed won. So... I'm interested to see where this goes. I wouldn't say I'm getting a little bit of a like butterscotch on the nose of one of them versus a 
like brown sugar on the other. Just going back and forth here. So okay, I'm. I have something right on that, but if you have something, Brendan, go ahead. Well, uh, real quick, I was just going to say that that brown sugar typically for us throughout the first uh, few yeah. rounds with Old Forster 100, Baker's Mark Castrick 1910, the one we always say brown sugary is 1920, right? We'll see. So, we'll see. So I'll, I'll say this. These Norland glasses are the best. Brent, uh, ben oh my even God. said this. Oh my ben, God. ben agrees that these are better for tasting. They're not great for nosing bourbon, right? Nose but I, garbage. But, but if I'm if I'm Garbage drinking mess. if I'm drinking all night, I'm not typically nosing my bourbon over and over and over. I'm drinking my bourbon, right? Like I might nose it to start and then I'm done. So yeah. I do think they're superior for drinking. For testing these noses, they're not as good. I kind of wish they were in mm-hmm. um, Glencairn glasses right now. But all that said, I get the brown sugar on the one. I get the. I actually don't get as much of a butterscotch as much of just a straight butter um like a buttered popcorn it's not as sweet but i I can okay that's a terrible joke um (laughs) all right all right all right um so yeah i i'm not uh i'm not big i'm i'm the 1920s nose is better i know which one is which taste Uh, one of them i'm getting i don't know I think I I just tasted. I think I figured it out. I will say whatever one A was, I was getting. Do you guys remember? You're younger than me, obviously. Well documented on the show. We know. We know. We know. I'm old. much younger. Much. Do you younger. remember? Were yeah. you old enough to remember Dunkaroos? Yes. Yes. I, they were going out as we were coming in. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So you remember I, that like artificial, like super sweet icing? Like that's what I'm getting for A right now on the nose. Uh, I just tasted them. To me, no contest. Mm. B was more rich, uh, more flavor. Less heat, uh, it's got more brown sugar, uh, a little bit more like red fruit as well. I thought I liked B's nose a little bit better than A. It was close though. I will say that B for me, whatever this one is, uh, has a more complex and just generally pleasant uh, flavor profile. I was hoping you'd say you like nosing A. Um, yeah, no, I think that, <laughs> I think that this taste, 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 get us back on track, taste, Ben. Nosing B would have been funny too and tasting A and B. I mean, you can't go wrong either way. Hey, hey, keep it up. So I've almost swapped on taste. Kids show. uh, I want to say the nose was better on B, but the taste is better on A. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But man, they're so close. They are so close for me. A's tasting better now than B. Oh my God. Uh, This is. is These are are outrageously close for me. This is a pickup. Oh no. Oh no. I'm still uh, thinking. Did we say what the price was for a wild turkey rare breed when Ben? Yeah, uh, gets- it's like forty five dollars. It's like right. fifteen dollars cheaper than nineteen twenty. So that is something I think to consider right now as we're going. Um, and obviously we're going to pick uh, blind here, but I mean one's fifteen dollars cheaper than the other, and the and the nose and the taste are both pretty similar for the two. So keep that in mind. Rare breed foolproof is not. I would say it's not difficult to find. But it's not as available as 1920. Mm. Really, I have a different experience like in, ta- in Tallahassee. It could be different for different areas. 1920 get brought up up there. Uh, 1920 is either it's hit or miss whether like it's in a shop or not. Like some carry it, some don't. It just does it, ABC it, not. But do they carry all the other old Forester year expressions. Nine, so ABC will always have like will always have 100. It always have 86. It always has Statesman, which I, I've heard we need to try because it's yeah. like a. A birthday bourbon, poor man's birthday bourbon, it's just a little pricey, but I want to try that. Uh, they don't always have 1920. No, they don't. They don't always have 1910 either. Oh. 
Um, but then again, you can go to Costco sometimes and find a 1920 combined with a uh, 100 proof for $60. So you basically get a free 100 proof. So I don't know. It just kind of depends. I, I, was, I, I feel like I find 1920 absolutely everywhere and anywhere. And rare breed most places, but I, I, I don't, I can't think of anywhere that doesn't have 1920 around us, Ben. I don't know if your experience is different or not. When I was in North Carolina, um, I definitely saw like the 1890, the, the other two expressions mm-hmm. from the Whiskey Row series, but the 1910, 1920 were bought up more. It, it's like um, that in uh, Georgia as well, which is interesting. Yeah. Not the same as in Florida. It's like that in Georgia as well, Ben. It's interesting. And I don't necessarily think it's like a, uh, like, so I, I think a, uh, the rare breed is more of like a supply and demand side where like they're just not distributing to the stores. But I think the 1910 and 1920 are being bought up more than the rare breed is. Wow. Oh, so, um, factor that in based on where you live. Um, okay. I mean, we've done nose taste. I mean, I, I don't know that we're going to go to finish on this because um, it's not both a review. Good. Both good finishes. Um, mm. I need to know, I know where I'm going to be. You know where you're at? All right. Yeah. Well, well, if you know where you're at, then let's not leave any mystery. Brendan, how close are you to being able to decide? A, a I am almost there. I think I've def- I think I figured out which one I like, and I also think at this point I figured out which one I like both of them. Which one I like more, and I also think I figured out which one's which. Like we play a guessing game. When, when I would agree. Up. Okay. I think I know right. which one it is, and I know which one I like more. All right. All right. Let's do this. Um, ben? Uh, all right. ben, you're first then. Okay. So I'm almost positive that rare breed is one. And so let me, yeah, no joke. Rare breed one. All right. So sorry, 1920. All right. There's, so the votes for rare gosh. breed. Oh, yeah. so 1920. Got, yeah, yeah. It could be. Is, it could be in the line. This was considered in my mind when we when we put this lineup together. I was like, okay, this is going to be a legitimate be a trouble challenge. for 1920. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know mine. I have it written down in an envelope here. Uh, do you want to go first, TJ, or should I go first? Since I'm kind of like the 1920 champion here. Uh, you're up. All right. Okay, so I think I'm ready to go uh, with which one. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to pick A. Uh, I think A is 1920. I'm not 100% sure on this. This is really close. I would say like A to B, it's like 55 to 45, of which one I like more. They're both really good. Um, let's see. 1920 is A, and Rare Breed is B. I was correct. Ooh. I have 1920. No surprise there. I am a... Uh, 1920 fanboy. So 1920 yeah. wins for me. All right, TJ, one it's up one. to you. One one, hill, baby. King of the Hill, or is it dethroned here by a little rare breed? So, um, what I'll say is, my wife literally just writes the names on the bottom of them. So I'll show you guys in a minute what uh, what wins. But uh, the nose on this one was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the 1920. It's a little more brown sugar. The nose on this one. Quit looking. Quit cheating. I'm trying the to see. On, the nose on this one was not as good. It was the buttery one. But when it comes down to taste, man, I I thought that this one was easier to drink uh, for similar proofs. I thought that the flavor was a little bit more complex. They were both really, really close. But our winner, let's see if I can set this up right, is rare breed look at that no! dun, dun, dun. king of the hill is dethroned 1920 1920 lost rare breed one um rare breed is so freaking good that's yeah. rare breed is fantastic uh, ben right. ben did this blind 
yeah. few months ago. We need to hit whiskey cake back up again. We, yeah. we, um, we just did a blind just now. All did a blind now. again. And uh, I think the palate on Rare Breed Consistence. is slightly yeah. better. And when you factor in, now Brendan just picked one, right? Like it wasn't, he wasn't, he just thought, hey, this one's better. I'm picking it. Man, when you factor yeah. in $15 cheaper. Yeah, price uh, is huge. When you, when you factor in, this is 25% cheaper. Um, man, that's yeah. massive. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's a massive. it's a huge difference. So. Yep. yep the um, fact that they were even close, like I'm. I'm disappointed because I really am a big 1920 fan. I wanted to see it go the distance. I had a really nice run. Yeah. But for the fact that they were even close to begin with, I think gives Rare Breed, like, I mean, that's like, kudos to Wild Turkey and what they're doing because $45 for that that quality of product and that proof, like, good on them. Uh, yeah. It's a good product. These are growth. These are both great bottles. But, man, at 45 bucks, Rare Breed is just a outperformer. That's like that's no that's no hit to nineteen twenty. Just yeah, Wild Turkey's stellar on this. Four C just beat a one seed. I think that's basically what this was. Just a buzzer beater. That, that's, yeah, that's what this was. I think we had this as a two or three seed. By the way, not a four seed. It was the fourth one uh, we picked, but we tried to line them up. We tried to line them up where this would be the the finish. I mean, like in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I guess if, so. you're right. You're right. This yeah, is like the, and and we it's like we two were gonna, one seed. It's like two one seeds going at each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If 1920 was going to win here, who were... What an upset. This was, this was Baylor over Gonzaga this year. Ben has no clue yeah. what that means, but Brendan does. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're putting down. What were you going to say, Brent, uh, Ben? I totally cut you off. Yeah, yeah. If, if 1920 was going to win here, who was it going to go against in the uh, in the final round? Because I feel like it would be a good spot to throw up uh, Rare Breed. You know, just... You know. Well... Rare Breed was going to, or uh, 1920 was going to go up against Smoke Wagon Uncut Unfiltered. Mm. A little bit of an uh, an interesting fight. We could still consider doing, um, you know, Rare Breed against that next week just to, as kind of a head-to-head. I, I don't necessarily know that we're going to start a brand new King of the Hill with Rare Breed. Uh, I think we might want to move on to Rise or Weed It or something else, kind of go in a different lane. Because, but I think yeah. we, do, we do Rare Breed eventually down the road for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just I just think the great. challengers to Rare Breed are going to be very similar to the challengers that we just had for yeah, 1920. And, you know, but that Smoke Wagon Uncut Unfiltered, maybe a little bit of an unfair fight. That's a pretty allocated bot. That's not something that's easy to find. We were really trying to like search for, we got to find yeah. something and not, you know, we were all 1920 fans, some more than others, Ben and Brendan. But I mean, we wanted it to win. Like we were going, we wanted to win, but we wanted it to be a, a, uh, we didn't just pick six or five losers for it, right? Like we we wanted like things that would challenge it, right? We tried to go with 1910 for the little bit different flavor. We tried to go with Hunter Proof, which is the same mash bill. Um, we wanted to to try and beat it, and we did. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what what we try next. What we start with. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's literally as soon as we get off here, I'm excited to start talking about what rise we want to do for our Rye King of the Hill because I think that'll be fantastic. But uh, yeah. 1920 could not win. King of the Hill, still a fantastic bottle. We reviewed it four weeks in a row now. Go get a bottle of 1920. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but if there's a rare breed sitting right next to it for $15 cheaper, $15. we might be suggesting to go with the uh, the turkey over the Forester. Is that... Uh- I think for how about this? Yeah, I would. I mean, obviously, yes. At this point, you guys went two out of you know two votes to th- to one. Uh, so one yeah. two out of three, and and I was really close with it. Uh, I would say that maybe as a consolation prize, we do a legitimate review of nineteen twenty coming up here in the next couple of weeks uh, and see whether that's uh, 
Yeah, it's not it's not budget, but it definitely deserves to be talked about. So, and I, I think, think we, at the price, it probably would probably score pretty well, even at sixty dollars. I would like Ben's uh, water cup makes so much noise when he. I knew that last one was going to bug too. Yeah. I, I knew that was going to be the one. I was like, it. I understand he's had a lot to drink tonight, and he's like <laughs> floating. But uh, whoa, I'm like, whoa. every single time he grabs that water thing, it's just like. Clank, 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 clank. You know. So, Sorry, anyway. I enjoy drinking water. My be. Hey, hey Sorry guys. That um, you're a wuss. Um, uh, maybe this is content. Maybe this is content. Maybe this isn't. Uh, if the power line behind my, my house is, is sparking, uh, should I call someone? No, no. Finish this. Is your power line uh, sparking? Yeah, the, like the, there's a power line behind our house and it, it's legitimately sparking right now. Yeah, finish so this. Is that a nine one one type of deal or? Just, nah, uh, talk about it. Uh, it'll fix it'll, it. You got it'll, it. It'll fix itself. It's like a lizard's tail. Um, that's exactly how it works. Um, you talked about review in 1920. I think it'd be really, really fun for us to do the four, uh, the four age expressions to kind of run through all of them. That would be kind of a long, um, episode, right. Or a long review. I don't know exactly how we do that. And I'd probably want to jump around like maybe like the 1897 first, then the 1870, then the 1910. Then so we kind of move around and proof, but I do think that that would be a uh, fun one. And we'll kind of think up some uh, special content for that. We've had a couple of people approach us and, and ask us about, and, and I don't necessarily know that we're starting this just yet, but I had a couple of people ask about um, some Patreon content, some special content, um, we actually have, we're going to talk about in our pursuits and purchases, some aging stuff going on here soon. So maybe that'd be a good, um, doing the four year expressions would be kind of a good experiment for that. Um, longer content. You really got to love us to check that out, but, uh, you know, who knows? All right. Favorite segment of the show. We have our patent pending registered trademark, copyright trademark pursuits and purchases. Um, who's excited to go up first on this? I, you, whoever wants this can take it. I'll go because I did buy something today, but it was also something that I kind of was pursuing a week ago and actually purchased through, uh, through our friend Sean of the Southwest uh, Florida Bourbon Society. He bought it, delivered it to you guys. It was the Maker's Mark 2021 limited release FAE-01. Mm. I ended up seeing it today at ABC. I was killing a little bit of time in between going to get lunch with my wife. And so I saw it up here in Tallahassee. I picked up a bottle myself. Uh, the bottle is actually the one that Sean got is down with TJ right now. TJ and Ben cracked it open today to try it. I think they're going to go ahead and keep that bottle for themselves. I have mine up here. Uh, we were sipping on this earlier today. Actually, I was having this earlier uh, when Jimmy was on. I have to say, it's extraordinary. It's really, really good. I even uh, had a quick sip in between the the rare breed and the nineteen twenty, and uh, you know sixty two dollars. I think pre tax sixty two ninety nine or so. It more than held its own. It may have actually bested both of those, to be quite honest. Uh, at least, at least was in the very same weight class. So really good. Maker's Mark continually do do doing good stuff. The limited release here is pretty special. Uh, if you find it in your area. Sub $65, I would strongly suggest it. That's a buy for me. Uh, ben, you picked up some uh, some floral bourbon uh, last week. What's going on with you? Yeah, so uh, last week we grabbed a couple bottles of Four Roses Barrel, Single Barrel, Barrel Strength, which was a Winn-Dixie uh, release that was recipe OBSK, 
and uh, it's been pretty great so far. I opened, I think, two bottles that we got, and uh, a lot of dark chocolate notes, and they've been pretty great so far. So I'll uh, keep you updated as we get through more of the bottles once we kind of get past the neck pour, but super happy with those. Tried it back to back with the uh, OBSK from Market Square Liquors that Brendan picked up for me. Uh, shout out my guy Alex who picked um, me up some bottles from Win Dixie because I couldn't make it out that way. Uh, but uh, tried it back to back with the uh, OBSK um, from Market Square. I liked the Market Square one slightly better, um, but the uh, Win Dixie one was fantastic. It was really really good. A lot of chocolate, a lot of um, desserty type notes in it. That Four Roses. If you have the opportunity to get a Four Roses. Um, single barrel, barrel strength, um, bottle. There's like 16 different recipes. Correct. They're fantastic. Um, I've Ten. never had a bad one. I've had all of them and, uh, not all of them, all of them that I've had have been fantastic. So yeah, pick that up. They retail anywhere from like 80 to hundred bucks. And so, uh, really, really good stuff there. Um, I have a purchase that is not super common. Uh, and it's not a bourbon, but something that I wanted to show you guys. And I'll go full screen on this so that the people watching can see it. I picked up a barrel that we are going to age some stuff in. Bourbon, as you people can see, you people, you listeners, fans, viewers. What do you mean you people? You people, y'all. I don't even know how to hold this thing right. Bourbon on a budget, TJ, Ben, and Brendan, established 2021. I, I, I texted these guys before I ordered this. It was like 60 bucks. I said, are you guys quitting within the next few months? Because I don't want to get this on here if you guys are going to quit. And they said no. So I ordered this barrel. Um, we're, we're having a little bit of a debate on what to put in it first. Um, had a buddy. I seem like I shot him out every single week. But have a buddy, Joe, who threw some uh, um, re redemption uh, weeded in it. Uh, Redemption weed, is that right? Uh, does that sound like Sounds a real bad. bourbon? Yeah. Uh, Redemption. I, I thought it was Redemption rye. Redemption high weed. I don't know. No, it was a, it was definitely a weeded. But anyway, uh, Redemption weeded bourbon. Yeah, Redemption weeded bourbon. All right, all right. He threw in there. Um, and then he's throwing in some rum after that. So uh, to, and then he's going to throw in some high West double rye and kind of give the high West double rye a rum finish. Mm -hmm. um, I like the idea of going rum second. I'm trying to figure out what I want to put in first. Uh, ben suggested uh, wild Turkey one Oh one. I've kind of thought about doing double rye because I just really like that. You also kind of got to think of what do I want uh, th nearly three bottles of, mm -hmm. um, and I, I, the one problem with doing Wild Turkey 101, Ben, is I don't want three bottles of Wild Turkey 101 aged. <laughs> like I, oh, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not going to drink that. Where I would drink a, a High West Double Rye that had gotten some age on it or uh, something like that. So that's kind of where I'm leaning is High West Double Rye. If you have suggestions, I mean, obviously I'm going to ask these guys here and we'll talk through it for a minute. But if you have suggestions, tweet them to us. Um, I, I'm excited to get the juice back out of it. Send it to not only you guys. Maybe send it again. We talked about the, the Patreon idea. Maybe send it to some Patreons, some people Ooh. to be able to try. Mm. Let, them, like yeah, let them vote, uh, be let part them of deciding it. Yeah, vote on how this happens. Um, what I think I want to do is after we do whatever bourbon and rye we do first, again, High West, Wild Turkey 101, something mm -hmm. like that, I want to throw uh, some other kind of 
um, alcohol in it, whether that be a Madeira wine or a, a rum that we put in it or yeah. a tequila, like just to kind of give the next bourbon some of those flavor notes. And um, anyway, I think it's going to be a fun project. Ben, ben and I did a little bit of yeah. uh, aging stick type thing. Those are kind of cheap, $20 thing. This is something you leave in for three or four months. It, it's a charred barrel. Um, so I'm excited about what we end up being able to get out of this and do with this. I'm excited about sending you guys some of this. Um, and, and also our, you can hear though, there's water in there right now as it's kind of sealing. Um, but I'm excited to send some of our listeners this as well. So anyway, quick thoughts on, um, what we, what we should put in it. I'm leaning towards that high West double ride, but I'm open to suggestions. I do like the idea. So Ben mentioned the wild turkey 101. I think for the first one, a pretty standard bourbon to kind of season it, uh, give it some, because that will change the, the flavor profile, I guess, of of the cask, right? It will impact a little bit. Going something kind of straight and, and down the, the middle of the road, like Old Forester 100, Wild Turkey 101, something with a little bit of proof there that a little bit more aging could maybe enhance the flavor a little bit and in, in, in somewhat uh, there. Uh, I think doing like the rye towards the end, TJ, would be more interesting. That's my thought. I think doing the rye at the end uh, would maybe add a, a little bit more of the element to the actual rye. Uh, that, that we finish in with, with multiple. I, I think you start off with the, with a down the middle bourbon uh, early on. Yeah, I think that I think you you bring up a good point there. My buddy went with the he went with the weeded bourbon, mm -hmm. right? So not the most down the line, but then he went with the rum, and then he's doing high west double rye. So he's going to get high west double rye finished in essentially a rum cask, right? Because that's yeah. what's going to have been in there. So. They're not quick processes. It's like a three and a half to four month process. Um, so I might actually get another barrel and uh, kind of have two going at once because it does take leave one at Ben's house um, so that my wife doesn't kill me. But uh, oh, and then maybe Brendan should get one maybe, too. Maybe I will get on. one as well. I I have a barrel and I think I've talked about this before. Like I put a maple no, you syrup. ruined it. You ruined it was it. and also it wasn't like the barrel wasn't a. It was one I got like at a Michaels or something for like yeah, ten. This is charred. Bucks. It was not charred, which. Completely a, changes. We talked about last week. We talked about last week yeah. This has a medium char on it, which it doesn't say exactly what that is, but I'm assuming that's a three because most people use a three or four. There mm -hmm. are five yeah. levels. So a medium to me would be a three, uh, probably between a two and four. Um, so yeah, um, I, I think let, you're, let us know I think if, you, if people have uh, suggestions at home too, we're certainly yeah, comment them here below, comment them here on YouTube, tweet them to us, Facebook message. It doesn't matter. Whatever, you know, Instagram as whatever's great. Um, I think Brendan might be winning me over a little bit with not going with the double rye first, maybe yeah. going with something that's a little more standard bourbon. I, I still don't love the idea of the wild turkey 101 just because I don't know that I want three liters of wild turkey 101 well, age. What's the bourbon that we can think of that like isn't like a, Russell, a Russell's would be good. That's pretty cheap. Uh, maybe a high West American Prairie bourbon, just the regular, their regular bourbon would be good. Maybe, yeah. um, what about like, a, I would say like a Buffalo Trace or a Weller, something that could actually benefit from a little bit more time if they weren't so hard to find, like a Weller Special I, Reserve would be I have a I have a liter of Buffalo Trace. So that, or I a, one, I'm, sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, I have a 1.75. So that would literally almost fill it up. I have a, this is a two liter thing. I have a 1.75 of Buffalo Trace. That, Brendan, you might've just hit it. Like 
I have a 175 of Buffalo Trace that I've had for six months and haven't opened up mm. and probably am not opening up anytime soon. Okay. It might be going in here. And then and we right, could actually, then, like after we drain that too, say what does that extra aging do compared to like Eagle Rare, which has a similar mm, um same match bill as Buffalo Trace, just aged mm, like two or three years longer. Yeah. Let's see what that does. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Like All right, yeah. Content. That's Let's what, go, buddy. Uh, I think it's Buffalo. Ben, you've got to really wow me with a suggestion because I think it's Buffalo Trace at this point. Um, I will wow you by recommending Brendan's idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think is- I think Buffalo Trace seems like the valid choice. Um, I also am a big fan of doing a double rye third after uh, another liquor, just because High West does so many finished barrels. Yeah. Or barrel finishings for their so see how close we can so, get to it. Yeah, and, and I, I would definitely say start with down the middle. Buffalo Trace is that quintessential down the middle, and then start you know going something else, rum, mm-hmm. tequila, a little red wine maybe, a little bit of red wine. So I don't know what the process of aging. We will we'll do some research, but I don't know what the process of aging red wine is, or how long you need to do or anything like else like that. Because once you take it out, once you pop that cork, or you take it out of the bottle, like that's just so different. Right. Uh, how long is it good in that barrel where you throw tequila or rum in there? It's good forever. Like it forever. doesn't matter. Right. So yeah, I probably go with tequila as opposed to wine. Yeah, I you know I'm or thinking uh, I think I'm I'm thinking a rum, a tequila, a sherry, uh, maybe a port wine. You know, maybe would be interesting. that would work yeah. a little bit yeah. better. Cognac. So, so people, yeah, people have we've ideas. Got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can um, we can figure it out for sure. So anyway, that's my pursuit. Pro- that's a fun one. That's you know, not just a boring old bottle of bourbon like Brandon got. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> you guys uh, got the same bottle of bourbon. You literally said you want to buy the. You put it on your ABC point, so it doesn't taste as good. Um, guys, if you are listening, watching, viewing, hearing about this from a friend, thanks, Ben, for drinking again and not muting. Uh, follow us on everything bourbon on a budget. We appreciate you guys' support. Again, we want to hear from you. What should we – see if you can beat us with this idea of uh, Buffalo Trace, which is probably what's going to go in this. Yeah, can't. Um, probably won't, but – it's worth a shot. We will uh, also take suggestions on what we should put in next. Should we go with a rum? Should we go with a um, tequila? Should we go with some kind of wine? Please tell us how we do that. If uh, so, but anyways, thank you guys for hanging out tonight. Appreciate it. Jimmy for coming on again. If you're in the Tampa area, go check out Gasper's liquor store. Fantastic. Hey, they have great crab leg, um, crab legs too, but I was thinking, oysters. yeah, thinking of oysters, great oysters at the patio. Um, really a fun stop. Uh, a fun place to go stop and hang out, but their liquor store is fantastic. Uh, make sure you join us on Thursday as we will be reviewing a rye, Woodenville rye. That's Brendan's Ooh. pick. Hopefully, we like that. I'm sure Brendan will rate it higher than all the rest of us because he's a homer. Um, all right, rigged. all right, all right. But right. other than that, we appreciate you guys for hanging out. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, put this in a group message, whatever you can do to help us out. We'd appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.